أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أبرز يوت الله سبحانه وتعالى We thank him, glorify him, send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We continue our journey preparation uh, towards Ramadan. We've spoken about uh, things that are of importance that we expect. We're hoping to uh, keep in our mind and our journey and how to get ourselves ready for Ramadan. Uh, today our discussion is going to start with where we stopped um, on Friday, which is regarding Quran. Um, with the Quran, we need to look at it from different angles and also see the nature of Quran and also our journey with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, we said that uh, it is okay or it is expected of a Muslim to read more Quran in the month of Ramadan. We said that it is more or less something that every Muslim will do in the month of Ramadan to read more Quran. We read more Quran. We engage with the Quran. People compete on how many times they, they, they do khatim, they finish the Quran in the month of Ramadan. So that aspect of Quran recitation is there. But now we're going to go further and look at other things that are with the Quran. So if we say preparation towards the month of Ramadan, the most important thing is to look at before Ramadan. Are we going to wait until Ramadan starts? before we start reading the Quran or we can create a habit so that we go through the month of Ramadan with. In this regard, we made mention of how important it is for a Muslim to always, every single day of the year, to open the Mus'haf and read. This should be our habit, this should be our culture, this should be our Sunnah, every single day as a family, when we wake up in the morning to open the Mus'haf and read, even if it's a page. Those who can read a page, Alhamdulillah. Those who cannot, but they can go for half a page, Alhamdulillah. Even if you were going to struggle for two lines or a line, every single day is better than not reading the Quran at all. Don't make the day come and go without you taking advantage of having a connection with your creator through what we are told by the Prophet is a sila, a connection between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are those that can go with a, with a juzum. There are those that can read more than that. The idea here is you are not competing with anybody, but rather yourself and your capacity. So, We'll be looking at those sort of things, but to start with, we want to look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding the Quran, listening to the Quran or the Quran being recited. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say in the Quran wa in ahadun minal mushrikeen astajaraka fa ajirhu hatta yasma'a kalam Allah now the Quran is kalam is the words of Allah words of Allah sifatun lillah it is Allah's attribute Quran is not a creation so if Quran is a word of Allah that means it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes. So imagine yourself using or proclaiming, saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's own words. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Prophet sallallahu alayhi when the, 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 the mushrikeen decide out of their own to be closer to you, accept that sort of neighborhood or that sort of relationship Hatta yasma'a kalam Allah. Till they get the opportunity to hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words. We spoke about this in some time and I was referring to some of the sayings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi which goes with Balligh anni walaw ayah. Inform people about me even if it's just a verse or even if it's just a word. Here you are when you read the quran often you read the quran among people you are giving them the opportunity to understand or to hear the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which inshallah later we will be looking at our relationship with the quran and how does it affect us and also other people allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to tell us what the quran is all about allah said لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل if we are if we are to send down this Quran reveal this Quran على جبل on a mountain لرأيته خاشعا you will see the mountain out of fear متصدعا is gonna break into pieces or shiver because of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words. In some part of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, sometimes when you see water gushing out of the mountain, it's nothing but out of the fear of Allah, the mountain is crying. So imagine those mountains will cry out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here you are, you listen to the Quran every single day and nothing happened. So we need to start looking at this aspect of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, all this that we made mention of what the mountain will do, nothing but min khashiyatillah, out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also connected the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his companions with the Quran and for those who came after them. When Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is saying, وَإِنَّهُ لَذِكْرٌ لَكَ The Quran, ذِكْرٌ لَكَ is a reminder for you. وَلِقَوْمِكَ and your people. وَسَوْفَ تُسْأَلُونَ And you will be questioned upon this reminder. So if that is the case again, 
let's look at ourselves. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, the Quran is a reminder for me and you. Now, what do you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to know about the Quran? Have you checked to read the Quran? Have you managed to understand the Quran? Have you thought of being able to orchestrate, follow the commandments of Allah by understanding what Allah wants from you? If you've not done that, the analogy in our life is very clear. Someone sent you a letter. If you disregard that person, you will even open the letter. Or you can decide to open the letter, read it, but you will not mind to know the content or what he really mean, meant with the letter. Or you will understand, but ignore what the letter says. This all fall under the category of what? You do not respect or don't care about the one who sent the letter. The Quran is likewise. Allah sent you a message. If you care about Allah, your creator, you will open the message. If you care about Allah, your creator, you will read the message. If you care about Allah, your creator, you will try to understand the message. If you care about Allah, your creator, you will act upon what Allah wants you to do after understanding the message. So in, in a nutshell, Allah is telling you that Quran is a reminder. And of course, not only a reminder, the Quran is a guide. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala went further in another surah to talk about what the Quran is all about. And he said, لَقَدْ أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ كِتَابًا فِيهِ ذِكْرُكُمْ We have indeed sent down or sent a book to you which in it, it has information about you. So the Quran mentioned you in, which means when we sit down and look at the Quran, the Quran is talking about us. Quran made mention of how Allah created us. Quran made mention of nations before us to the extent when it came to us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not only when he said, Adam. We are the children of Adam. Allah said that we have indeed raised the status of children of Adam. But he went further to tell us about the last nation, like Kuntum Khaira Ummah Linnas. You are the best of nation that you've sent down to humanity. You enjoy good and forbid evil. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, in the Quran that you saw, it is compiling or it has information about you. So now, wouldn't you care to know what is it about you in the Quran? So you can see that anywhere you go, there are evidence that is saying that Open the Quran and read. And we are saying, read the Quran every single day. When it comes to the month of Ramadan, keep this habit going. It's not magical for you to start all of a sudden. Straight away, Ramadan comes, you become the best of people. No, you will leave it within some short days because it's supposed to be a habit. Start so that you can continue as Ramadan progresses. 
Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made mention of the Quran again in different angles to tell us Quran, of course, is the best of books, but it guides only those that are steadfast or those with Iman. Inna hadha al-Quran yahdi lillati hiya aqwam. You see this Quran? This Quran yahdi guides lillati hiya aqwam. Only those who are strong, those who are steadfast, those who have Iman, as you saw in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, um, this Quran, there's no doubt in it, but what it does is a guidance to those who have Iman. It's a guide for those who have Iman. Quran will not guide just anyone, so you want to be part of those. When you look at the Quran, the dynamics of the Quran, take it like the general aspect of the deen, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made mention in another surah. إِنَّا أَرَدْنَا الْأَمَانَةَ عَلَى السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْعَرْضِ وَالْجِبَالَ فَأَبَيْنَا أَنْ يَحْمِلْنَهَا وَأَشْفَقْنَا مِنْهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding the deen, we have indeed given this religion, this trust to the heavens and the earth, the mountains, we ask them to take this trust. But what? فَأَبَيْنَا أَنْ يَحْمِلْنَهَا out of fear, they refused to take this trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They couldn't take the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, heavens and the earth. Who took this trust? Human took this trust. There are a lot of interpretation to this part of this verse. But what we need to look at here, the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who took it? Human being took it. That is why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was saying this in Surah Al-Baqarah, regarding he is going to send a vicegerent on earth, he said it. We are going to send someone to represent us on earth. That is the purpose of creation of Adam alayhi salam. So, we are those who took the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made mention of human being that وَالتِّينِ وَالزَّيْتُونِ وَطُورِ سِينِينِ وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينِ Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started any information with some sort of swearing an oath, giving an oath, he wants us to draw, or he wants to draw our attention to something most important. وَالتِّينِ وَالزَّيْتُونِ Allah is swearing an oath. وَأُورِ سِينِينَ Again, وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينَ Again, then he said, what he wants us to know, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا لِإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ التَّقْوِيمِ We created human in the best of proportion. All this oath that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made mention was to draw our attention on this concept. Created human being in the best of proportion. Now, those human who took the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us, when we were in Alam al-Arwah, what did he say? Alastu bi rabbikum, am I not your Lord? They said, yes, Allah, you are our Lord. When we came on this earth, some kept this, some disobeyed.
So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, لَكَدْ خَلَقْنَ لِإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ التَّقْوِيمِ He said, ثُمَّ Then, رَدَدْنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ Even though we created human in the best of proportion, we end up making him the worst of the worst. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Except those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ and followed that belief with good deeds. Those people, they have now become those who have taken the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who did not take the trust, they fell under the first portion of the verse by saying, The Quran is talking about you. The Quran is mentioning you. The Quran is reminding you. The Quran is teaching you. The Quran is guiding you. So if you want to be among those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, then follow the teachings by reading, by understanding, by pondering over the meaning of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, if he could have sent down the Quran on the mountain, the mountain could have trembled out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah said that this that he made mention, not just because, no. These are samples, examples. These are just to show you what and how heavy the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So that they might ponder. So Allah wants us to ponder over this. As some part of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, when people read the Quran and also they ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to think when examples are given. The Prophet said regarding Quran, so this Quran, we want to keep it as a habit. We want to read it every single day. We want to connect with it. The Prophet ﷺ said, whenever people come together in the house of Allah, they read the Quran, they learn it among themselves, they are trying their best to understand the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever people do this, the Prophet ﷺ said, Hatta, or when people do this, what will happen is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down tranquility among them. Rahma. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cover them with his mercy. Malaika. Angels will come and also cover them up. And Allah will mention those people in front of him in front in the garden of the angels whenever we sit down and read the quran we learn it and teach it to each other in the house of allah this is what happened do you want to wait until ramadan when this opportunity is there every single day so as a muslim take advantage of the mercy of allah you got the quran we know some time back up to today there are some places you will go a whole village they only have one mushaf one quran the whole village 
when you go there and see how many people memorize the Quran. Here we are, lots of them on the shelves. They are hardly even opened. So let's change this habit. The Prophet ﷺ told us regarding reading Quran, the benefit of Quran, the likeliness of a person who read the Quran knowing it or memorizing it is like someone or he is with the gathering of angels a person who read the Quran knowing it and memorized then what of some of us who are struggling the Prophet ﷺ said وَمَثَلُ الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ وَهُوَ يَتَعَاهَدُ يَتَعَاهَدُ وَهُوَ عَلَيْهِ شَدِيدٌ What of those that are struggling to construct, get the letters together to read? They are struggling to read. They keep going forward and backwards. They are struggling with it. The Prophet ﷺ said, لَهُ أَجْرَانِ They get two rewards. The reward of reading the Quran and also the reward of the struggling they go through. So is it an excuse to say because I'm not good in reading, I'm not taking the Quran? When you are told you get double the reward? No. Take advantage of this reward. Struggle. Go forward and backwards. Read. Try to listen. Practice. Keep going. If you are going to practice one verse the whole day, but you kept going forward and backwards, by evening you are able to know it is better than rushing through when it's you don't even know what you're saying regarding quran it is very important it's not about just reading but it's about understanding as we made mention you want to understand what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you want to understand what is it about the quran you want to understand because it's not always about you reading learn to listen learn to understand the Prophet is saying, The best of you are those who learned the Quran and also taught it. You don't need to know the entire Quran to be a Quran teacher. If you are able to read one line perfectly without mistake, pass it on to others. That, whenever they use that, you get reward for it. That is why we always encourage parents before you send your kids out to learn, make sure that you are those who taught them Surah Al-Fatiha. For indeed, Surah Al-Fatiha will be read every single Salat. So when you are the person who taught your child those Surahs or that particular Surah, it means that anytime they practice it in their life, you are getting reward. If they teach somebody, you get reward. If that person teach another person, you get reward. As long as the chains of the people that you've taught kept going, any person that took advantage from that, you also get reward from it. So the Prophet ﷺ, as we made mention, it is encouraged to also listen to the Quran. There is hadith and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud qal, qal li Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, iqra alayya al-Quran. Abdullah ibn Masood, he said, the Prophet ﷺ told me to read Quran to him. Fakultu. And I said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, Akrawa alayka wa alayka unzila. Shall I read for you, even though it was revealed to you? 
How can I read to you when you are the one that the Quran was revealed to? So you can understand the Prophet regardless of he was their teacher, he wants to listen to the Quran also from somebody. The Prophet said, Inni ashtahi an asma' min ghairi. I'm always hoping to also listen with the Quran from somebody. So this, why will you say because you know how to read? That is enough. No, learn to listen to somebody also reading. Ibn Abbas said, uh, Ibn Masood said, I read the Quran, فَقَرَأْتُ سُورَةُ النِّسَاءِ I read Suratul Nisa حَتَّى إِذَا بَلَبْتُ Until I reach the place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئِنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ What of when or when, what the Prophet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in this verse, how do you think when the day where will bring all these nations with their witnesses? Anyone will come with the witness. The people who came before us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will present them and bring their prophets to be witness against them or for them that they have sent the message to them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, And then you, Muhammad, will bring you on that day to be a witness on these people. That is your people. And then Ibn Masood said, when I lift my head, I saw the Prophet ﷺ crying. He read this verse before. He heard it from Jibreel ﷺ. When it was being read to him, he cried. How many times have you heard the word of Allah? That you felt like, subhanAllah, what is going on in me? So these are how we need to learn. The Prophet ﷺ encourages us. Even though jealousy is haram in Islam, the Prophet ﷺ said, لا حسد إلا فتنين أو فتنتين There is no jealousy except in two things. رجل علمه الله القرآن A person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the opportunity to learn the Quran. فهو يتلوه آناء الليل وآناء النهار And this person read the Quran day and night. فَسَمِعَهُ جَارٌ لَهُ Until his neighbor heard him reading the Quran. What happened? Out of this, the neighbor felt like, I wish لَيْتَنِي أُوْتِيْتُ مِثْلَ هَذَا أَوْ مِثْلَ مَا أُوْتِيَ فُلَانٌ I wish Allah has given me opportunity to also know the Quran or how to read the Quran and read it like this person. This is like jealousy but it's encouraged so that you want to be like that person in good. Not because your neighbor has a new car, you know the new car. No. And also, وَرَجُلٌ أَتَاهُ اللَّهُ مَالَ فَهُوَ يُحْلِكُهُ فِي الْحَقِّ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given somebody money and he spends it in the way of Allah. And then his friend or neighbor or someone who saw that person, MashaAllah, Tabarakallah, Allah has blessed him with wealth. Look, school. Masjid, orphans, he was doing all good deeds. And he said, I wish I also have money to do that. Not because someone got money and built a house. People started computing against each other. You are late. This person built a house. You did not build a house. The house that you're going to die and leave, that's what you're competing about? So the Prophet ﷺ told us, 
we should be in this form. And the Prophet encouraged us to read the Quran every single day. For indeed, those who read the Quran on the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command yuqalu li sahib al-Quran. The person who read the Quran will be brought and will be asked, Iqra wa raktil. Read and read it as we know when Quran is saying, wa raktil al-Quran tartila, ay wa raktil al-Quran al tajweeda, which means read it with the tajweed. Wa raktil kama kunta tu raktil. Read it as you used to do in the world. فَإِنَّ مَنْزِلِكَ عِنْدَ آخِرِ آيَةٍ تَقْرَأُهَا Because your position, your status will be to the last letter that you read. So read. Would you want to be among those who want to be called to read their Quran on that day? Remember the day that people are running away from each other. Some people are called to come and read Quran. You know definitely these people are not running from anybody. Quran made mention يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ لِكُلِّ مْرِئِمْ مِنْهُمْ يَوْمَ إِذْنِ شَأْنٌ يُهُنِيهِ That is the day a person ran away from his children. Children are running away from their parents. Husband is running away from the wife. Wife is running away from the husband. Everyone on that day have things that are more concerning than trying to catch up with people. This is what Quran said. But on the same day, there are people that are looking for the family member to say, ha, kitabia. Come and read my book. How will they do that if they are not proud of what they got? So we need to read the Quran so that when Ramadan comes, we have already created a habit and then we will continue that. And I will remember the hadith of the Prophet that is saying, abshiru, abshiru, Glad tidings or good news, good news. Don't you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and me or I am his messenger? They said yes. I'm giving you glad tidings. You see this Quran. Or sababun, it's like a it's like a rope here. It's like a connection. Tarfuhu, one side of it, biyadillah, is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa tarfuhu bi'aidikum. And one part of it is with you. So when you hold on to Quran, you have connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّكُمْ لَنْ تَضِلُّوا وَلَنْ تَحْلِكُوا بَعْدَهُ عَبَدًا As long as you are holding your portion, you will have connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will never go astray. And nothing will happen to you. That is if you have the Quran in your life. So brothers and sisters in faith, do we have Quran in our life? How often do we open the Quran and read? How often do we connect in understanding the Quran? How often do we ponder over the meaning of the Quran? How often do we ask ourselves, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to do? How many times have you checked with yourself? Have I understood this verse? Are you competing in finishing pages? Are you competing in memorizing? Or you are competing in understanding and also practicing what you've learned? Because what made the companions of the Prophet sallallahu the best of nation was just 
when they hear something new in the Quran. First, they learn it. Number two, they memorize it. Number three, they make sure they practice it. That is why when the verse of Quran came saying alcohol is haram, some of the companions were not there when this verse was revealed. When they were told the next day, people wanted to make sure that they acted upon the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will see a person who will dip, down, dip his hands down his throat just to make sure they vomit anything that is in the, con the content of alcohol that is remaining in their system. When the Prophet ﷺ spoke about Allah is saying that hypocrites are going to Jahannam, he gave examples of hypocrites. When some of the companions of the Prophet ﷺ heard this, they started going to houses of those that were there when those revelations were revealed. And they will ask them, I ask you by Allah, when the Prophet ﷺ explained and gave the signs of hypocrites, can you please tell me? Do you see any of those signs in me? Imagine Abu Umar ibn al-Khattab, the one who never had doubt in his life, the person who shaitan sees him and ran away, even though he cannot even see shaitan, when he heard, he was going asking people, I ask you by Allah, please tell me, is any of the signs of hypocrites in me? These are people who want to live a life, not only understanding the Quran, but acting upon it. Ask yourself, which part of your life you can, you can connect it with the Quran and say, this is what Allah says, that is why I held to this. Do you have sabr? Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is even saying, Inna Allah, Allah is with those who have patience. When things happen, how do you act? When someone upset you, what do you do? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, good people are those who forgive. Have you ever forgiven? So when we're talking about the Quran, Quran is giving you some announcement. Learn to understand. Try to practice. The day you understood Surah Al-Fatiha, the day you are able to ponder over the verses of Surah Al-Fatiha, your life will change and it will never be the same again. So dear respected brothers and sisters in faith, as we made mention, our journey is to prepare ourselves towards Ramadan. So reading the Quran in Ramadan is amazing, but it's not only in Ramadan. Let's start from today. Let's create the habit. Let's try to understand. Don't compete in finishing. Don't compete in memorizing. Compete in understanding and acting upon it. To obey Allah is the purpose of your creation. When we do this, we are saved. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta wa nastakfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wasalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope you enjoyed and gained something from this episode. If you did, please share this video or audio wherever you can. If you like to follow the rest of our Ramadan series, 
please subscribe to our channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you also want to help us realize our objective and better our content, you can donate by visiting www.amixa.org donate. That is www.amixa.org donate. Thank you.